Companionship is what makes every journey enjoyable. Today, we continue our journey with Jesus. Join Scott Pauley as we make brief stops in the Gospel according to Mark. We trust you will enjoy the journey. Storms can be fearful things, but especially when you're in a boat uh, out on the sea. If you've ever lived through such a storm, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's not just a sickening thing, it's a frightful thing. Because you don't know if the ship's going to sink, if you're going to drown, if you're going to live to tell the story. And as you journey with the Lord Jesus, you'd like to think you're always going to be on firm footing, but sometimes He's going to take you out on the water where the waves are. You'd like to think that it's always smooth sailing, but I want you to know that even journeying with Jesus, you're going to go through some storms. We've come in our journey to Mark chapter 4 and verse number 35, where the Bible says, In the same day, when the even was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And I would like to point out to you that it was the same day that he had given his disciples so much teaching. As a matter of fact, the previous verse says he had expounded all things to his disciples. Can I tell you that in the Lord's classroom, when he teaches you something, there will always be a test. And that the Lord gives his tests sometimes in unusual ways. So he, he sits with them on firm ground, giving his truth, and then he puts them in a boat, and he takes them out in the midst of the ocean, uh, in the midst of the sea. He allows a storm to come to test them over what he has taught them. Some of you are going through something today, and you're wondering, why on earth is this happening to me? Think, pause just a moment, take a deep breath. Is the Lord trying to test you on something he's been teaching you? And so the Bible says, uh, that when he had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. Uh, could I just pause and point out that we always talk about the disciples and their ship in the midst of this great storm, but there were other little ships with them. Sometimes in our storms, we forget that other people are going through storms too. It's not just us. And verse 37 says, And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he, that's Jesus, was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. <laughs> and they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? And how is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this? that even the wind and the sea obey Him. What an amazing story that we find here in Mark chapter number 4, a story that's repeated in the other gospel records. It's a story of storms, yes, but really it's the story of Jesus and what the Lord does in those storms. Can I point out to you three things that Jesus did not do in the storm? You know, when the storms come, you can tell a lot about a person. We get frantic. We... We begin running around everywhere trying to fix it, trying to figure out how we're going to get through it. If you could, with a little sanctified imagination, see the disciples right now, they were doing everything they knew to do. And maybe you are today. Maybe in the midst of your storm, you're, you're casting things overboard, you're bailing water, you're, you're yelling for help, you're doing everything you know to do. But could I point out what Jesus did not do? First of all, He did not tell them they were going into a storm. In verse 35, He simply says, Let us pass over unto the other side. 
And I want to remind you that there is another side, and that you are coming through it. You're not going to die in the midst of this storm. He already has promised that. You're going over. And Jesus is not going to tell you everything you're going to go through. So if you're surprised today, puzzled, perplexed, just remember this. The Lord's not going to tell you everything He knows. He's only going to tell you everything you need to know. Secondly, not only did He not tell them, He did not leave them. In this particular story, the Lord Jesus is not in another place. He's right there with them. Now granted, He's asleep, but that in itself ought to bring some peace. It's a picture of inner peace. They wanted the outer peace. And granted, it's nice when the wind ceases and the storm stops. But there's an inner peace that can be had whether there's outer peace or not. The storm may rage all around you, my friend, but you can have peace on the inside if the Lord Jesus Christ is with you. He did not leave them and He's not going to leave you. He promised, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. They asked the most ridiculous question, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Did you notice He didn't even answer the question? He just got up and rebuked the wind. He didn't rebuke them, He rebuked the wind. You see, sometimes we get to thinking the Lord doesn't care, but He does care. If He didn't care, He would have forsaken you long ago. But He hasn't forsaken you, and He hasn't forgotten you, and He hasn't failed you, and He's not going to start today. And so it brings me to the third thing. Not only did He not tell them, and He did not leave them, but He did not neglect them. In verse 39, He simply says, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. I love the words of Psalm 107, verse 29. It says, He maketh the storm a calm, so that the waves thereof are still. You see, He made those waves. He made the water. He made the wind. He not only knows what you're going through, He has the ability to take care of all of that. The Bible says here that He rebuked the wind. You know, sometimes the devil will even stir up things try to sink your ship. But I want to remind you that our God is greater, that He can rebuke the enemy, He can rebuke your circumstances, and yes, even in the midst of it, He can rebuke you. He turns to them in verse 40 and says, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? He rebukes them in the form of a question. He says, Why are you so afraid? I'm here with you. And then He says, the more pressing question, How is it that you have no faith? Notice here, there are two ways of living. You either live consumed with fear or controlled by faith. But it can't be both at the same time. Faith casts out fear and fear casts out faith. So in your storm today, you're going to have to choose which one you're going to, to do. Are you going to live in fear of what's going on around you or are you going to live in faith of the one who is with you? Look, my dear friend, God is able. And then we come to the final verse of Mark chapter 4 where the Bible says, And they feared exceedingly. Now wait a minute, I thought the storm was gone. They had no reason to fear. Oh, now they're not fearing the storm. Now they're fearing God. And they said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? You see, in the previous verses, their fear was the fear of storms. But in this verse, their fear is the fear of God. As many times in scriptures we're told, Fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not. We are told many more times, fear the Lord, fear God. So which is it? It's both. You see, the greater fear casts out the lesser fear. When you learn to fear God, you have nothing else to fear. When you fear the Lord, when He's in His rightful place, when you are in awe of Him, you will not be afraid of any man. When you fear God, you will not fear the circumstances because you'll know that God has those circumstances completely in hand. 
Now we're coming soon in our study to chapter 5. When you get to chapter 5 and verse 1, they came over unto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. Isn't it beautiful? Jesus said, let us go over, and they came over. Jesus said, you're going to pass through. He's going to be with you. He's going to take care of your storms. And He always fulfills what He foretells. He always keeps His promises. It is impossible for God to lie. One parting thought today. When they get to the other side that God promised they were going to, there was there a demon-possessed man a needy man who needed Christ. And I want to tell you that on the other side of your storm is not just your protection and your safety and your comfort. It is ministry to someone else. There's somebody on the other side of your storm that needs your help, that needs your Christ. Could it be that God's allowing you to go through that storm so that on the other side you can introduce them to the Christ who knows all, who never forsakes, and who never neglects? Keep your eyes on Jesus today and point others to Him in the midst of the storm. Thank you for traveling with us through God's Word. We would love to hear from you and share additional resources for enjoying the journey. Visit us online at scottpauley.org. May God bless you as you walk with Christ today.